Ahoy hoy, and welcome to this week's episode of the Disney Dining Show, our first Disney Dining Show for 2024. I am Craig Williams, and today I am joined alongside by some great people, including the one and only Rhino. Hey, yummy, yummy. As well as <laughs> Dreams Unlimited travel agent Hannah Anderson. Hello, hello. Hello, everyone. Again, welcome to our first Disney Dining Show for 2024. It is very exciting to be back and talking about all culinary things, Walt Disney World, and maybe even beyond this year. Uh, we are not starting yes, off chef. the year with a brand new dining <laughs> review. Thank you. That is how I like to be. Uh, I like to be, you know, spoken to. Always, always come back with yes, chef. Uh, the bear, the big winner at the Golden Globes. Yep. There we go. We're really Fantastic. dating this one. Not only yeah. are we dating it as the start of 2024, but we're talking about the Golden Globes, uh, everything mm -hmm. that's important with Disney dining. But uh, yeah, we're not starting off this year with a dining review. I feel like we ended the year with some uh, some pretty excellent reviews. Uh, brunch at Steakhouse 71, not brunch, but just breakfast, uh, then Summer House mm -hmm. on the Lake and Eat. Those were all great reviews, uh, but we are going to start 2024 by looking back at the previous year. Uh, we did the same thing at the start of 2023. We went and looked at what were the most popular restaurants according to the Diz. And uh, so, of course, in 2023, we did it for 2022, and this year we are looking back at 2023. 23. And uh, when I say most popular, I mean most searched for. Uh, so, you know, we're kind of combining it together. What were the most searched for restaurants in 2023 on the Diz or in you know, kind of what's most popular in that way. They are, they're being searched because people want to eat there or, you know, might just be interested in eating there. So that they hungry dictate that dictates a level <laughs> of popularity in that way. And uh, I, I figured I want to start this one off by explaining what was on the list last year. But before I even get to that, I want to talk about Dreams Unlimited Travel. So if you want to support us, book a vacation through Dreams Unlimited Travel. It costs you no extra money, and you get the support of one of the amazing, amazing Dreams Unlimited Travel agents, and they can help you navigate the waters of booking a Walt Disney World vacation. So head over to DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com today for a free, no-obligation quote. When you book a vacation package with them through Walt Disney World, for Walt Disney World, you can actually receive a gift card right now we are extending that promotion and you know what talking about dining of course free dining if you're a disney plus subscriber still a big thing right now so dining is in the air for 2024 oh i feel it we're gonna have some great reviews this year i definitely know it but again let's start by looking back at our list for 2022 of what the most popular restaurants were and that kind of dictated the reviews that we were doing in 2023 so at number 10 was Chefs de France at Epcot. Number nine was Jungle Navigation Company Limited Skipper Canteen at Magic Kingdom. Eight was Columbia Harbor House at Magic Kingdom. Seven, Gaston's Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Six, 
Roundup Rodeo Barbecue at Disney's Hollywood Studios was not open yet at that point. Uh, number five was Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Number four was 50's Primetime Cafe at Disney's Hollywood Studios. Three, the Crystal Palace at Magic Kingdom. Two, Cinderella's Royal Table at Magic Kingdom. And one was Be Our Guest Restaurant at Magic Kingdom. And we actually did a decent job at knocking off a lot of restaurants on this list. Uh, we ate at Be Our Guest. We ate at Cinderella's Royal Table. Uh, 50s prime time was covered the previous, in the previous couple months prior to, uh, going over this list. So we didn't hit that one. Uh, but we did Liberty Tree Tavern. We did Roundup Rodeo Barbecue and we did Skipper Canteen. So the only ones we left off were Crystal Palace, uh, Gaston's Tavern, Columbia Harbor House, and Chefs de France. But there's a little crossover with the list this year, too, so maybe we will have to hit some of them. So let's go over what the most searched for slash popular restaurants were for 2023, according to the Diz. And at number 10, not surprising that it made it to the list. I expected it the previous year, and it sure enough was on it. Uh, This year at number 10, we have Ohana at Disney's Polynesian Village Resort. Now, it's the most searched for, so we don't know necessarily whether or not they're searching for like the breakfast at Ohana or one of the other meal services there, but it's just searched in general. And I feel like Ohana is always going to be in this list of right around the top of most popular restaurants. Uh, I, I, you know, I go back and forth on whether or not it deserves to be on that list because, you know, I feel like you can always get full by eating at Ohana. You might not necessarily enjoy it. It might be one of those meals where the meat's not quite as good or the fillers don't fill you up like you want to. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like it definitely deserves to be somewhere in the most popular restaurants because it is, it's a unique offering. It's very popular and I, I, I get it. But Hannah, how do you feel about Ohana? Yes, chef. Uh, I love Ohana, actually. Uh, and I don't know. I'm kind of biased. I adore the Polynesian, just love being there. Um, I will say when they did the 2020 changes uh, for Ohana, went a couple times early on and that transition was weird. So I kind of I get what you're saying. Like, I'm a longtime fan of Ohana, but it was, it was bumpy there for a little while. I'm trying to think. I went probably a couple months ago for dinner. Um, Fun fact, I'm talking about how much I love Ohana and I've never done the breakfast because, you know, I'm there for the meat. I know I'm there for the meats. I'm there for the pot stickers and the, you know, the noodles. Um, And I, I also am one of those people that makes a classic mistake there or not mistake. It makes me happy, but I, I fill up on the pot stickers, the noodles, the bread, like all the starters. Um, so the meat is maybe not as important to me. Um, I would love if they brought back the skewers. I mean, Texas day, Brazil's doing it. Come on, Ohana, you can do it too. Wait, what? Um, but no, I, you they know, they just bring them out on the skewers. They don't do that. Yeah, anymore. They don't do that. Little bowls. You just what? family style. Okay. No, they, that was like a post COVID, I know. See, uh-huh. we like the skewers, Disney. Um, so yeah, it's not not quite the same because I feel like it. And I don't know, but like especially with the steak, with the skewers, you could tell them like, oh, hey, I want more medium rare or whatever, and they could 
accommodate that a little bit better. Whereas now with the, you know, family style bowls, bowls of meat, um, you, the temperature just, I think is what it is. Maybe you can request something different, but um, it just kind of comes out as is. I think, I mean, I think food's pretty solid. Like it's super filling. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I would say Ohana deserves to be higher on the list. Well, yeah. I'm that guy today. Uh, I know. A bold claim. It a means very family. bold claim. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Rhino, where it do you stand family. on the Arby's of of Walt no. Disney World. The meats. Yeah. Um, no, I, I mean, I'm, I think I'm in the same boat as Hannah where um, I've never done the breakfast either. Um, I, and I, I would feel like something was missing if I didn't get those pot stickers and stuff like that. Um, I kind of forgot about that skewer thing. I've definitely been once since COVID whenever they had the shrimp, the, the, um, it wasn't the big shrimp. It was like in the cheese, like in the skillet or whatever that thing. I, oh. it was that day I went to film the Ohana rooms when they had uh, the Ohana, the Polynesian rooms when they had been remodeled into, um, the, uh, not what, what Moana. is it? Moana. I was, I kept thinking Coco and I'm like, nope, wrong, wrong thing. Um, <laughs> but when they had been remodeled into those Moana rooms, like whatever that first day they did, that was the last time I went to Ohana. Um, but it is one of those things where I don't know. It's like a, such a Walt Disney world staple. I think it's this, that curse of like, once you've been once it just pulls, it calls to you, you know, just mm. much like the water does to Moana. Um, and I, I, I just, I that. like, I, <laughs> I would love the skewer thing too, because I don't know, mentally for me, I always thought like, well, it came right out of the fire. It's going to be hot and fresh. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. um, maybe not always the case, but I, I <laughs> haven't been in so long that I definitely, I want to go back. It, 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 it does always hold that like nice spot in my heart here. And there's no, you're, I mean, Craig said at the beginning, there's, there's no way you don't leave like full there. I love the dessert mm-hmm. too. I love that. Um, yes. That bread pudding. So good. So good. Well, I will say that, uh, you know, we didn't do Ohana at all last year, but based on what uh, we've been saying here, I feel like breakfast has to be our priority since we have. Okay, but let me ask you this. Okay. What makes what makes the breakfast special? What like so for me? What makes the dinner special is that sort of like all you can eat, like or or, all you care to enjoy, whatever Disney says. Um, But you know, like the 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 skewers and things. So, what's the breakfast version of that? Well, it, it is a character breakfast, and then also you, you know, you just have a, a solid, solid breakfast. It used to be considered really good because it also wasn't that insanely expensive for breakfast. Right. It kind of was a overall good value, and I mean, there's there's a little bit of Polynesian flavors thrown in there as well too. So I, it's been a while since I've done breakfast. So I, I mean. You two both haven't done it for breakfast. I haven't done it in quite a while. So while I do think we need to go to a a later service so we can have the meats, uh, I do think that it's worth maybe starting with breakfast and you know Fine. dip our toes in. No one's going to complain about two separate Fine. reviews of Ohana because it's two complete different. Ooh, not me. Call your also, girl. Yeah. I'm coming. And because it is one of the most searched for restaurants, so yeah. that would be proof. Yeah, yeah. we have mm-hmm. the analytics. Yeah. I, I, the people I, demand it. 
That they do. They do demand it. So whoever is using the Diz, not me, I don't use it anymore. Uh, but then okay. coming in at number nine, uh, last year on the list, it was at number 10. This year, number nine, Chester France at Epcot, which I is this kind the upstairs of is or the mind blowing. Downstairs. Uh, downstairs. The main okay. one. I'm like shocked that in general chefs de france like that's the only yeah, Epcot uh-huh. restaurant that's on the list so i mean spoiler for what's to come sorry no there's one more epcot on the list this year there wasn't any other ones last year on the list there's, there's one more this year but uh yeah chefs de france i mean i, I kind of get it it's in general i feel like i feel like chefs de france has a pretty accessible menu when you're looking at it uh, from from the perspective of maybe even like picky eaters, and then also too, uh, it you can kind of feel like you're eating something special because you are in World Showcase, and yeah, I'm having I'm having French cuisine where you know maybe Canada mm-hmm. feels a little bit too Americanized, and you want to stay away from Mexico and uh, and some of the other countries that feel like yeah, you can get that anywhere. I feel like France has a little bit to offer, so maybe that's why. It, it French macaroni list, and cheese. There's yeah, <laughs> French macaroni and cheese. Uh, clearly, there there's is. something that people are attracted to with it, and uh, yeah, we didn't we didn't make it around to it this year uh, or last year, so we'll have to add it to the list this year since it's on once again. But I I, I don't I don't think this should uh, be in the top ten, let alone uh, you know sometimes being one of the only search for restaurants at Epcot. I think there's there's definitely others that should be up higher yeah, here, here. on this list but you know what it's what people search for so uh ryan we'll start with hannah we'll start with hannah what are your thoughts on chefs de france all right um so i went recently i wrote an article about it go check it out uh it um it disappointed me i was like i kind of um was we hadn't been in a while and i will say chefs de france like just looks beautiful from the outside, like especially at nighttime, it just like has this warm glow to it. And like several times I've walked by and been like, that looks great. Like I, I want to be inside there. But, um, and I know friends that like rave about the French onion soup and that always looks delicious. And I was like, all right, let's, let's do this. Let's give it a shot. And I was, uh, sorely disappointed. Um, I thought the prices were a little high. Um, the food was, I thought kind of lacking flavor, um, and then the restaurant itself, um, we were in kind of the side section of the restaurant, which is not really like that main pretty section that you see um, when walking by. And it's just, I don't know, the acoustics in that restaurant are very loud mm-hmm. and the tables are close together. And I think it was kind of funny there. And of course, we had our toddler with us. So, you know, we, we were loud in an you know, our, at our own table, but uh, the table beside us was um, a couple who was doing like a date night away from their family. And you could just like tell, like the look in their face was just like, okay, this is like not relaxing or romantic. Like they just seem kind of disappointed. Um, and the service wasn't great. So I would be willing to give it another shot because I do really want to like this restaurant, but no, I, I would, yeah, I, I just wouldn't spend the money on it unless you were one of those people who's like, I love it. It's a tradition. We go every year. Sure. Like you do you. I get it. But like, I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah, let's splurge and try it. Eh, do something yeah. else. Epcot's got plenty of options. I do 
see what you mean from like looking from the outside in at those big windows. Like it does always look fantastical. Yeah. Uh, but on the flip side, when you're sitting in there by one of those windows, you also deal with the reality that you're getting like butts pushed up against the windows nonstop. <laughs> uh, yeah. Leaning on them. So it's not always yeah. as glamorous. Uh, Rhino, I now already know what you're going to say because I believe I remember from last year, you're going to say, I haven't eaten there since I ate there with uh, you, Craig, and your family way back when. But I'm still going to give is- you a fresh shot here. Ryan, <laughs> what do you think about Chester France? <laughs> Well, Craig, I haven't actually eaten there since I ate there with you and your family. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not a fan. I, I, I just, I don't, I think maybe I've only been there like twice, but it's just one of those where it's just kind of like, mm, I, I just, I, <laughs> I, I don't, maybe, maybe it's just, I don't want to be like, oh, maybe it's French cuisine doesn't resonate with me, but cause I like obsessively was very much like into Julia Child and stuff like that. And that's all French cuisine. So yeah. I just, there, it just not feels not like. It. <laughs> yeah, it, it and it feels it feels um it feels like something that appears to be l- like you said the couple with the date night. It feels to be something a little more glamorous and a little more fancy than it actually delivers on. And I felt like I feel like the menu, I remember the last time I looked at it, I was kind of like, mm. I, there's there's just not a lot of stuff that calls to me. So it does feel in you know in 2020, I mean the, this is the list of 2023 like it's interesting because we've opened so many more restaurants here, you know, that this still is in this list. I feel like it's really kind of forgettable at this point to me. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I also feel like Chefs de France, the menu hasn't changed like yeah. at all ever. It's right. always like this so consistent. So it's weird that it's getting yep. searched for for the menu of it because it's like it's it's like always the same thing. But. Yeah, we're going to see that recur a couple more times here where it's like it's always the same menu. I don't know why people are searching for this so much uh, because you have to assume that's why they are searching for it on our site is to get the menu. But uh, I digress. Uh, Actually, the next one is one of those restaurants, one that we did just cover uh, relatively recently here uh, at number eight. Uh, it is Liberty Tree Tavern at Magic Kingdom. Last year, mm. it was on the list at number five. <laughs> and this is one that uh, I feel like when Erica Rhino and I went, I was the only one who uh, enjoyed it for the most part. I, I think just had an off I was day. A little we had bit- an off day. Yeah, I was a little bit happier with it, minus the the service. But uh, yeah, it was not necessarily well received. I believe the title mm. of that review was "We're not so thankful for the meal that we just mm. had at Liberty Tree Tavern." Uh, <laughs> Hannah, what do you generally think about this restaurant? I I like it. I remember that review came out, and I was like, "Oh man, I kind of like it." Um, yeah, I don't think it's like knock your socks off, and the atmosphere is. You know, it's cozy. It's in Magic Kingdom. Like, depending where you're sitting, it's, I don't know, you can sort of see the parade. Like, that part's okay. Um, But I think the food is solid enough. Like, um, you know, like, I didn't, last time we went, like, I didn't really eat the turkey, but I thought the, like, pot roast was pretty good. Um, I thought the salad was good. Um, you know, I, I'm always all about, like, a family style, all you care to enjoy. I like to eat. Um, I love the dessert there. Um, so that's pretty yeah. cool. And then I think what I like about too is like the reason I've eaten there before is because it's like I can usually get a reservation there. And so it does kind of provide this oasis when it's like a hot crowd day at Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. and you're like, I just want to sit inside and, you know, 
do a table service because like we try that all the time at Skipper Canteen and we can't ever get in. So um, I, I think like it's one of those two that like it's, you know, a little something for everybody. It's not like a super adventurous menu. So like, you know, your kids will eat mac and cheese and everybody's happy. So I'm kind of thankful for Liberty Tree. I'm just nope. going to say it. That's I, I'm happy to hear that. I, I always enjoy a good <laughs> dissenting thought. Uh, Rhino, do you have anything else to share on it? I feel like I said it in our review, but I still like if somebody said, hey, let's go to Liberty Tree Tavern, I'd probably be like, OK, like I still have that fond feeling mm-hmm. of it. I feel like a review, we just maybe got an off day. But I agree with you, Hannah, like mentally, I'm always like, what's well, nice and cool and dark in there. And like and mm-hmm. so I, I, I'd be willing to uh, to to give it another shot. Um, next time you're planning a revolution rhino just head on over to uh liberty tree tavern mm. and the rhino revolution the rhino revolution oh. i like that uh Sign very fancy <laughs> okay number <laughs> seven uh new to the list this year and i'm surprised it wasn't on the top 10 last year because i think uh it, it's always like circulating around uh most popular restaurants and one of the hardest to get a reservation for usually see them first thing when the the restaurant opens or right at night right before it closes and that is sci-fi dine-in theater restaurant at disney's hollywood studio uh, very similar to Liberty Tree Tavern. Uh, we did eat there last year uh, sometime in the summer, and I feel like I had the best experience of our group, minus uh, we agreed that there were a couple cast members in there that were uh, the pinnacle of Disney cast members. Our server just wasn't one of them. Uh, but ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, I knew going into it, yes, this is overpriced American food that, you know, should be lower in price and a little bit higher in quality. But you're going for the atmosphere. You're going for that drive-in theater. And I think it absolutely you know follow through follows through on that. So I think I think it deserves to be in the top 10. Uh, Hannah, where are you at? Uh, yeah, I agree. I love sci-fi too. Um, I didn't think I was going to be like the Paula of this review session, but yeah, no, I'm like loving all these. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, sci-fi reminds me of the good old days at Hollywood studios and, you know, I just, just can't give up on that. So I just, I do. I love the atmosphere. I love the retro sci-fi clubs. Um, the food is, I think, okay. You know, like I, I think you need to go into it Kind of like I'm here to get a burger and a Coke, maybe a milkshake. And that's, you know, just like stay in those parameters. Um, so, I mean, it's a little overpriced, but nothing, I would say, offensive for Disney. Um, and it's funny because I this is another one of those where like, you know, several times at studios, I've been like, oh, let me see if I can get into sci-fi. And I'll go ahead and tell you, the answer is always no. Um, so I don't get to go very often. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think it's a good one. I think especially like, um, I now with the toddler who unfortunately loves screens, um, very thrilled about that. It's, I kind of like the idea too, that's like entertainment for them. Like, okay, I can like sit down in the dark, cool off and like my toddler would be entertained. So it's, it's a win-win. Um, so yeah, I, I think it deserves to be on the list. Maybe I can eat there this year. We'll see. There you go. Sci-fi dine-in, the ultimate iPad of Disney restaurants. Uh, <laughs> Rhino, yeah. anything else to add? No, I, I I mean, I agree. I definitely mm-hmm. think it should be on the list. I just pulled up the menu really quick to to look at it, and there was already some stuff where I'd be like, oh, I'd, I'd get that this time, I think, if I went again. And it definitely is a unique dining experience. And again, there's nothing beating that interior. I love a good outside-inside, and 
I, the, mm. the coolness of it all. So I, I, I can for sure, I, I would say, yes, this definitely yeah. makes sense to be in that top 10. It might be worthy of a re-review for us to see if we have a better experience the next time. Do a uh, dinner or something. Yeah. Well, Ryan, listen to this. Speaking of restaurants where you feel like you're outside, inside, well, you kind of have this experience at the next restaurant <laughs> on the list. Number six uh, added to the list this year is Space 220, which oh, I really think, outside. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah. At Epcot, of course. I think <laughs> our opinion of this was uh, when we went and added this as a review, it's like, it was fine, but definitely overpriced, and you can make some great choices that will lead to a good meal, or you can just have a mediocre meal there. But yeah. I have no no desire to return here anytime soon, no. except for the lounge. <laughs> That's just me. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've only done the lounge uh, because I can't afford like the regular Space 220 uh, menu, and I also can't get in. So I've done the lounge um, one time, and I thought it was cool. Like I thought, you know, if you could get into the lounge without having to wait a long time, like why not? It's um, I think what's kind of a tough sell for Space Two Twenty is that there's so much. I mean, it's changing a little bit, but there's so much on the World Showcase side. So it's kind of I think like I'm usually not over by Mission Space. So like I mean I gotta be honest, I'm not usually like thinking like oh we should try to pop into the Space Two Twenty Lounge, um, but yeah, I, it's just like it's too expensive for my blood. So, um, but I thought the lounge was cool. I think you know like especially um, like on a first Disney trip or if you had kids that were really in the space, like the experience is so cool. Like it, it's something you could only do at Disney <clears throat> at a theme park. So I don't know, like, I think it would definitely be one of those like wow moments. If you're on vacation, it's just that menu just seems so expensive. Yeah. So yeah, it is. Just need a bigger wallet. Rhino, anything else said? No, I mean, I, I, I understand completely why it's on the list. Um, again, unique, unique pre- presentation of dining opportunity. And it le- kind of leads me to believe, like, why isn't, um, I mean, it could be. I know it's not because you already sent me the list. But why wouldn't the dinosaur, um, what the heck is it called at Disney Springs? Trunks. Why isn't, yeah, the, the T-Rex <laughs> dining, like, why isn't that on there? Because if they're all searching mm-hmm. based on the unique dining thing, I would think that would be on there. But um, no, I completely agree. Too expensive, and I didn't. I didn't love it, but I'd maybe do try the lounge one more time because I know they redid some stuff since we went. I mean, I I could understand why T Rex isn't getting searched. It's because you assume they're going to have the same uh, gruel on that menu that they've had for years and years. But that'll be the first and last time that I insult <laughs> T Rex because when we released that review, all we got told was how wrong we were about it and you know especially with the fact that like we skipped dessert and everyone's like screaming like how could you not get the dessert one of the best sundays you can get on property like yeah people say the same thing about ghirardelli but i never go and get ghirardelli sundays ever Mm. but that's just i did get a ghirardelli sunday one time what's that yeah you heard it here first you (laughs) hate ice cream uh and dinosaurs so I, you heard it here first. When I want ice cream, if I want Ghirardelli <laughs> ice cream, I go to the source. I go to San Francisco and I get it. I, I get oh, on the plane. So. <laughs> I book the <Sorry>. flight. <laughs> uh, we we need to go back. We'll have to go back and do like the drinks <laughs> and the desserts because yeah. I don't think we did drinks either. So we'll, we'll uh, yeah. add it to the list. We'll add, add it to it the to list. The, yeah, <laughs> uh, 
number five, this one fell a little bit from where it was in 2022, uh, but the Crystal Palace is uh, on the list at Magic Kingdom uh, Buffet with Pooh and Friends. And yeah, this was just one of those ones where we kind of, we did way too many Magic Kingdom restaurants way too quickly because that's what dominated the list in 2022. And we got burnt out and Erica and I knew we were like fighting an uphill battle with Rhino of asking him to go to Magic Kingdom. So uh, we, we pumped the brakes and Crystal Palace, we definitely will do it uh, this year. I mean, I feel like Crystal Palace is one of those things... You're not going to get any thrills with the food, whether it's breakfast or, you know, another meal service there. But you're going to get some uh, you're going to get some attention from characters. And uh, if you're there with the (laughs) friends and loved ones, family or maybe even by yourself, I feel like you can make the best out of it. But we'll have to see when we go. Uh, It's been been forever since I've been there. So we went with Steve. We went with the last time we went. Last time I, I think we reviewed it was like. Steve, I mean, I look really skinny in the picture. Yeah, it was it was a it was before a party. I think it was before like a Halloween Mm. party or something like that. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I think it was like 2019 was the last time that yeah, I never think about going. So yeah, that's that's just on me. I went a year ago and I thought it was like better than I remembered. So um, yeah, I think the food may have stepped up a little bit. We'll see. Okie dokie. Number four on the list, uh, one that we flocked to last year uh, as soon as we could get a reservation and was number two on the list last year, Cinderella's Royal Table at Magic Kingdom. And it it deserves to be a searched menu on the list because uh, it is such a unique dining experience. I still think about the meal that we went and had there and it was just such a good time. Maybe the food wasn't necessarily worth the price, but just the atmosphere, everything about it. Everything about that experience, including the characters, just made it an unforgettable experience. One that I, I definitely want to have with my family. Not that it wasn't great with you and you and uh, Erica Rhino, but yeah, whatever. Uh, it was. It was still. It was still a great time. So I think. I think it deserves a spot in the top ten. And happy to see that it's still on there. But Hannah, any thoughts? Uh, I haven't been in years just because of the price point and it is hard to get a reservation for. This is the one um, table service that I think I've been to, but my husband has not been to because, you know, uh, like any good girl, I dragged him into the world of Disney. So um, anyways, we've not done it um, mostly because of the price point and not being able to get in. Um, I always remember it being like exactly like you said, like the food was okay, don't really remember it. Not bad. Um, but it was the experience. And so, um, yeah, I'm just basically looking for a special occasion to go with my family. But I mean, yeah, I think if you had the opportunity to book it, um, yeah, why wouldn't you? I agree. Rhino. Yeah. I, 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 we said it, you know, and I stand by it in the reviews. I'd like to go back and do like the nighttime, do the dinner, see what it's like up there for that with the ambiance. Yeah, at at night with the lights out, maybe time it to fireworks. Who knows? Could be a good time. Mm. Uh, At number three, uh, almost the same spot as it was on last year's list at Disney's Hollywood Studios 50s Primetime Cafe. And this is another head scratcher. I understand the popularity of it. It's also really easy to get into for the most part. Mm. So I I can see why people are searching for it because it's like, yeah, that's Hollywood Studios. It's it's a pretty, pretty good option there. uh, Fairly priced. Uh, But 
from a menu perspective, the menu has not changed in years and years and years. So mm-hmm. uh, you don't need to be searching it to look at what's on the menu there. It's it's expect always the same. Uh, grandma's fried chicken, uncle someone's pot roast. Uh, it's literally <laughs> always the same thing. Aunt Sally's salmon. And uh, yeah, it's just oh. the prices change every now and then. And uh, yeah, I... I always have a fondness for this place. So I, I don't know if it deserves to be one of the most popular restaurants at it, like top 10 of Walt Disney World, but definitely one of the highlights at Hollywood Studios. Uh, what do you think about this, Ryan? I think it's the shtick. I think that people love that. The, that um, mm-hmm. I think it's the same way. Like, what, what do we talk Like, with Ohana, like, I think it's kind of gotten, it's been around for so long and it it's like a no thrills meal you know that i think it 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 appeals to you know a very wide breadth of people and that you know they'll be like oh i remember coming here when i was younger and the lady yelled at me about the color of the soap in the bathroom you know so i think it's kind of like people just check in and be like is the chicken still there you know like um it's not my thing but i i mean like i i don't think i enjoyed my experience when i was there last time but that's not to say that i didn't that I wouldn't go again. It's just, I don't have that same sort of fondness for the whole thing, the whole bit of it. Mm-hmm. I love the, the idea of the fifties, you know, thing, but I just, I don't know. I feel, I don't want to say it. on here. I feel like it was like, I think the being yelled at by the servers repeatedly can get very tiring for me very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, you know, it just brings back childhood memories of being yelled at. Oh. So, uh, it fits right in. I'm sure, you know, for for one person, it brings back fond (laughs) memories for another person. It brings back traumatic memories. So you have that. Uh, Mm. Hannah, what are your thoughts? I hear you. (laughs) You are valid, Craig. Uh, yeah, I, I love the atmosphere. Like, you know, when people are like, if I win the lottery, there will be signs. My sign will be I'm living in the apartment above fifties prime time that has like that porch <laughs> out there. That'll be, that'll be my sign. Like that is, that restaurant is 100% my aesthetic. I love it. I wish the lounge was a little bit bigger so I could just like hang out. In there. More loungier. Um, yeah. Yeah. More loungier. Um, but I, so one thing about the lounge actually is you used to be able to do the walk up and get a PB and J shake to go. Fantastic. They don't let you do that anymore. And that's a, um, like one of those didn't come back from COVID things. Like you have to be dining in the restaurant to order a PB and J shake. So don't make the same mistake that I did. But, um, I think like food, the food, I don't know. I've had some great meals there and I've had some like not great meals here. So I don't feel like it's consistent. I mean, the menu, obviously, as Craig says, the same, but quality, I think just kind of depends on the day. Um, I don't think you're going to get like a terrible meal there and there's something for everyone. Um, I also think the atmosphere, like I think if you're at one of those um, kitchen tables with a TV, like the atmosphere is amazing. Like it, it almost doesn't matter what the food is. But, you know, there are like a lot of other tables. They're just kind of like tucked in a corner and, you know, not that spot with the TV. So I think it just I think you can, I don't know, have a great experience. You can have an OK experience. But again, it's the theming. It's one of those restaurants that like only at Disney World. Um, so, yeah, I I don't know that like, yeah, you need to search the menu. But um, and I don't know, Hollywood Studios, there's like more competition places to eat now so maybe they'll step up their menu game to i don't know make it more competitive with the rest of the park that would be cool 
we will have to wait and see how that all plays off but uh yeah just keep that in mind when you're thinking about 50s prime time the server will fight you over the color of the soap in the bathroom Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Uh, and so our number two restaurant, which was number one last year, we have a new number one this year. Uh, number two last year was Be Our Guest. And, uh, you know, it's no surprise why it will. I feel like it will always be in the top 10 because of how unique the dining experience is, how beautiful it is. And actually, this was one where, despite the price point, we had a fantastic yeah. meal while we were there, mm-hmm. so I can't even argue with it. I, I know we wish for the, the, you know, the original be our guest restaurant, how it was when it first opened up for the first couple of years. Maybe they've made some, some bad changes with it, but I, there's no doubt that you can get a solid meal here. So I, I get it. You feel the same way, Rano? Oh, I, I, I think that that pork chop that I got on our dining review was maybe the best thing I had in all of our dining review things all year. I just, I, I was like, I would go back and I would definitely get that again. No question. So I, and I get it. It's a beautiful, it's beautiful inside of there. I mean, even in our review, we sat in my least favorite of the three rooms, but it was still, it's still one of those where it's like, there's no denying like the inside of that restaurant is very magical with the snow coming down outside of the windows and, I just, mm-hmm. I, I, I think, I think it's really good. I, you know, maybe someday they can kind of go backwards to what they were doing before, but I, I do enjoy it. Yeah. Hannah. So I've not been since they did the changes. Um, so it's been uh, a long time. Um, so, and mostly I haven't been just price point, um, you know, and I think just trying to hold on to like what the menu was before, but I'm very excited to like, hear that you guys had such positive experience because it's one that I always want to go to. Like Beating the Beast is maybe my favorite Disney movie. So um, I'm always wanting to go there, but then like, uh, do I really want to spend, you know, X amount of dollars? Um, I will say uh, it's kind of an easy reservation to get now, um, which is kind of wild, but I feel like I always see it available when I'm looking um, for last minute reservation. So I think it's a nice option for families like going to do something special and unique. Um, but yeah, I, that makes me, I don't know, want to go and have the pork chop. So maybe yeah. I will. <laughs> I, I, they like always have a pork item and a steak on the menu. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as long as you get one of those two as your entree, you're going to find the value in the meal. If you go for like the chicken, plant-based option, a fish option, you're going to struggle to get there but with the two mm-hmm. th- those two meat proteins i feel like you're going to get there uh you know even if you choose a salad for the the appetizer portion of it but i think you can get your your value out of it and it's worth trying number one on the list it was on the list last year but it wasn't open yet mm-hmm. and uh at disney's hollywood studios roundup rodeo barbecue and I totally understand why it would still be mm-hmm. so searched for because, yeah, it's in its first year of operation. A lot of people want to know all the details. I'm sure people were searching it in general uh, because, you know, they were looking for reviews. They were looking for what any perspective they could on this restaurant. And I was the one who is the uh, least favorable towards it on on our team when we went and had it. And since then, you know, it started 
started off the year with making some changes, like removing the fried pickles off the menu, uh, removing, I believe, tater tots off the menu. So uh, two of the sides that I feel like, you know, at least the fried pickles, those are good fried pickles. I I did Mm -hmm. like those. Um, So some questionable uh, decisions with it right there at the beginning of 2024. But I totally understand why it is so searched for on the Diz. However, I hope that it falls off of this list in 2024 because I don't think it it, it should not be one of the top 10 most popular restaurants and it, it, you don't need to be searching for it. And the reservations are just so, so easy to get for the most <laughs> part. I always see them. Uh, maybe I'm just the lucky uh-huh. one, but I always see it pop up. So I, I don't love it, but hey, if you if you're still interested in trying it, give it a shot. I'll never say don't go for it because what what is just okay to one person might be the best dining experience for another. But Hannah, have you eaten there? I have. Um, yeah, I've eaten there twice when it first opened at Eighth Air, and um, I ate there. I don't know, maybe two months ago, and um, I feel like I knew the menu changes were going to happen. Like the way that you could just like. Oh yeah, I'll take this side and this side, and now I want more sides. I was like, mm, they're they're going to put the stop to this. So a little sad. Uh, the fried pickles were delicious. You couldn't get ranch with them though. Like who eats fried pickles without ranch? I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, <laughs> now they're just like uh, no no fried pickles for you. Okay. Uh, I think the, I mean, the theme is great. Who doesn't love Toy Story? So I think it's a great addition. I think families with young kids are going to really enjoy it. I think the food is nothing to write home about, um, especially the barbecue side of it. But um, yeah, I mean, I think if you're like come to Disney every year, like you should try it. It's a new restaurant. Like I said, we all love Toy Story. So it's, it's okay. Do it once. Check it off. Yep. I agree. Uh, Ryan, any uh, final thoughts on it? Yeah, I I don't know. I maybe I think maybe my memory is just misserving me or something because I'm like I feel like I enjoyed it enough when I went that I was like I'll go again. Like and maybe then on that time I'll be like whoops. <laughs> but um no, I I I want to go to I get why it's the most searched for too because it Hollywood Studios for is definitely coming a long way in terms of like family accessibility options and things like that and this is definitely I feel like hit on that for sure. You know, um so I, I'd like to do it again. Yeah. And uh, maybe we will eventually. I mean, we have a nice little start to our list. Uh, Crystal Palace, Trust de France, mm-hmm. Ohana for two different meals, maybe return to sci-fi. Uh, there's there's still so many more restaurants we have to hit, though. So, uh, But when we return to sci-fi, we ha- it has to be like we have to call whatever the video has to be like one of those like B-50s like movies like it came back for more, you know, something like that. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, there you go. We can roll with that idea. And, uh, you know, there will, of course, be new dining in 2024 that we'll make sure to hit. Uh, it's going to be an exciting year. So we will uh, gladly watch our wastes continue to expand as the year mm-hmm. progresses. Mm-hmm. Not bad. Uh, so thank you so much, uh, Rhino and Hannah, for joining me today to talk about what the top 10 most searched for restaurants were on the Diz in 2023. And of course, uh, the, all the restaurants are on there. So you can get a look at the menus, uh, see our most recent reviews from those restaurants. Uh, if we have a recent review from it, so you can get a better idea of the restaurant. And yeah, it's the Diz is always a good resource for any vacation planning needs you might have when visiting Walt Disney World. And you know what? If you need more help planning your vacation, again, Dreams Unlimited Travel is a great way to support us and get help 
while planning your Walt Disney World vacation. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Hit the thumbs up. Leave comments, questions, video suggestions uh, in the comment section. Let us know where you want us to eat this year, and we will definitely take that into uh, into consideration, just as we did last year. Uh, if you are listening to this, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave us ratings and reviews when possible. But that's going to do it for this week's Disney Dining Show. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen and watch this. I hope you enjoyed it, and we will see you again as we are eating our way around Walt Disney World. Take care. Bye-bye. Stay hungry. Yummy, yummy.